Hi friends, thank you so much for coming. Today is May 20th, it's 11 a.m. And in my last episode, I discussed the narcissistic cycle. This episode is going to be much broader. We're going to explore toxicity, yay! Not really, but anyways. <laughs> you don't need a narcissist to have a toxic relationship. It can even happen between two neurotypical people. And part of the reason these relationships are so dangerous I mean, at least I believe part of the reason is because they're hard to define. So I created kind of like a guide to help myself identify toxicity. And I want to share it in case it helps you too. But I just want to emphasize, this is a guide, not a rule. And it's based on my personal experiences. But toxicity manifests itself differently in a whole bunch, like a whole bunch of dynamics. So just be sure to trust your gut. If you feel like it's toxic, then you feel that for a reason. And your intuition is always, always, always valid. All right, so there's a lot to unpack here. And because toxic has five letters and I cannot resist an acronym, my definition involves what I call the five layers of toxicity. Today, we're going to start with T, as in taker. Oh my God, I sound like a cheerleader. Okay, fun fact, I actually tried out for cheerleading my freshman year and I did not make the team. Anyways... If you feel underappreciated by someone you're in a close relationship with, you might find yourself mentally cataloging all the favors you do for that person. And it doesn't have to be tangible things like, I don't know, giving your friend your homework or something or food. It can be your time or effort. This is a red flag. When you're in close relationships, there should be a healthy balance of give and take. So you never really notice how much you're giving or taking. It all evens out naturally. But let's say you start to notice. And the more you think about all you're giving, you realize for all the giving you're doing, you're not receiving in return. This can totally happen in healthy relationships, but it becomes toxic when it's unaddressed. And if you feel like you can't talk to your partner or friend or whoever about it, because then they won't wanna be close to you anymore or they might retaliate, then you need to analyze if this is a relationship worth having. What are your actual motives for wanting to be around this person? Do you actually want to be around this person? Why are you doing them all these favors? When the give and take is off balance, talking to your person, letting them know how you feel can bring you two closer together and pull you back into a healthy dynamic. If you don't feel safe talking about your feelings, that's totally valid and understandable. Another way you can detoxify the relationship is by fully transitioning into a transactional dynamic. Now, I actually love transactional relationships because there's always a specific reason for two people to be communicating. Like when you're checking out, you hand the cashier your money, they stuff your purchase in a bag, and that's it. Relationship over. Very black and white. Or a less tangible example would be communicating with your boss. Uh, Let's say you're a research assistant and your boss is a professor. So most of your interactions are an exchange of information. You report your findings to your boss, and in exchange, they give you your next assignment. There's a very clear reason for all of your communications. So transactional relationships can either be casual or formal, but they're not intimate. Hey. Sorry, that's my keyboard. I just felt like it was fun. Hey. Okay, now I'm done. Probably not, but moving on. Believe me, I know it's hard, but setting boundaries of what you're willing to give and only communicating with this person when it's relevant will create a healthy transactional relationship. And if this solution is appealing, but it also feels like a burden, then no, you don't have to formally sit down with your person and list your boundaries. You totally can. 
This can be very therapeutic and totally effective, but you don't have to do that. I feel like no one really talks about this, but you can casually set boundaries and it's still effective. If you're dealing with someone you don't feel safe being transparent with, again, that's valid. You feel that for a reason. You can transform the situation. Just keep your tone light, but your words firm. Let's say the situation feels heavy and serious and you wanna just drift away naturally and subtly. Really, you're tired of toxicity and drama, so you wanna cleanse the relationship without a big dramatic falling out. Here's one way you can casually shift the dynamic. Basically, you do this by setting your boundary as you go along. For example, your person calls you and says, you need to come over right now. You can say, hey, I'm actually busy right now. This lets the other person know that your life and what you're doing is important and an equal priority to their life and what they're doing. Or you can say, I'm at home, but you can come here. I love this because it's such a subtle power claim. In the context of toxic relationships, someone telling you to come here right now is a power play. Look, it's okay to ask for help. Of course it's okay to ask for help. But people in healthy relationships don't give each other commands. So by not going over, but inviting them to come to you, will either check your person and make themselves aware of the fact that they just bossed you around. Because maybe they didn't even realize. Sometimes our lives get so hectic, we forget our team is also dealing with their own personal crazy chaos. Or they might not even come over. A lot of toxic relationships involve domination. So if you don't obey their command, but offer a fair alternative, they might not take you up on it. Because going to somebody else, instead of demanding that they come to you, is boring. It's so much more fun to boss people around. <laughs> Why be considerate of others when you can manipulate and control them? Okay, so that was sarcasm. It is always more fun to be considerate. But your person might not know that yet. They might be salty and say, okay, bye. And you can just say, all right, talk to you later. Like your tone's light and you're not being passive aggressive, but you still set your boundary while swerving unnecessary drama. I know that's so challenging. And setting boundaries in the moment can sometimes be harder than doing it super formally and all at once. But just be mindful of that little feeling you get. If you're not sure whether you're being treated fairly or with respect, know that your mind can play tricks, but your body doesn't lie. So pay attention to that little feeling because I promise it feels way better to acknowledge your feelings and make an adjustment with your partner or independently than constantly feeling like you're being taken advantage of. All right. Well, if you made it this far, thank you so much. And I hope you have a great day. Hey.